Shady Talking Sports, Tuesday, January 17th, 2017. You know what today is? Muhammad Ali would have been 75 today. 75. I, thank you Isaac, I was in the city, well I'm in the city a couple days a week, I train in the city, New York City that is, for my listeners, that JD Talking Sports dropped the G on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. At the Port Authority Terminal in New York City, there is a a photo exposition. Yeah, that's a picture exposition. There's a photo gallery by Michael Gaffney, My Year with Muhammad Ali. The Champ, it's called. All these pictures up. It's beautiful. If you get a chance, highly recommend it. It was really cool. I went there today. Some guy was cleaning. I said, hey, you know, today's his 75th birthday. He was like, oh, that's cool, man. Meant a lot more to me. I did a one-man show in grad school for my graduate thesis. It was called To Ali. A guy did it. He let me use it for my one-man show. I did it. Cut it down to like 30, 35 minutes. Fantastic. When We Were Kings, highly recommend it. There's some fantastic pictures there. I'm going to put one up with my podcast today. There was a article today in the Times by his wife. And there was, she put a couple quotes. One of them that stuck with me was that Ali frequently said, the key to a man's soul is his heart. He said, rivers, ponds, lakes, and streams, they all have different names, but they all contain water. Just as religions do, they all contain truths. Remember one time he said when he was flying in a plane, he could stop at any house, he pointed down, I could stop at any house and be treated like a king for the night. And he could be. He might have even been more famous after his career was done than before. Actually, I don't know. I never met him. My dad took a picture with him on a book. Thomas Hardy wrote. It was fantastic. If you get a chance to read it, I highly recommend that one also. All these people interviewed. He is missed. It's a sad day. We lost a lot of people in 2016. Muhammad Ali was one of them. May you rest in peace. Happy 75th, champ. And I was kind of psyched last night to watch the Cavs Golden State game. Then I ended up watching a couple TV shows. Put it on. We're about to put it on. 78-49 at the half. Game over. At halftime. Kitty had 19 in the first half. Steph Curry had 10 of his 11 assists in the first half. 14 points. LeBron had 16. They ended up playing a lot of minutes. LeBron played 35 Golden State had their stars in for over 30 minutes. But they blew them out. Curry had five three-pointers. Clay Thompson had five three-pointers. Draymond Green got into a little altercation at the... Uh, on a, they gave him a flagrant one. It looked like a flop by LeBron. But I listened to talk radio this morning. They're saying how, you know, you usually go for the ball, you stay low. Well, he stayed upright, and then he's laughing afterwards. And some of the teammates are getting a little much. He's a little much sometimes, they said, Draymond Green. Real talented, but he plays too close to the line. Sometimes, and it comes back and it bites him in the ass. Well, he had a triple-double last night. 11 points, 13 rebounds, 11 assists, plus tied his career high with five blocks. Even Durant, 21 points, six rebounds, five assists, three blocks. Cavs fell to 29 and 11. Golden State improved to 35 and 6. Also, Cavs shot 35% from the field. Now, they were on the sixth game of a six-game road trip, almost two weeks. Six-game road trip. Almost two weeks. You know, they were tired. But they did, you know, hey, they uh, Golden, State, Golden State 
Out-rebounded him by by 23, blocked 11 of their shots. It was ugly, man. That's a bad loss. I, I know you're playing the sixth game of a road trip. That's the end of the road trip. But I don't know. If you can't get up for this game, what can you get up for? I don't. Hey. That was not, not pretty. Not pretty at all. No. Ugly. Done. Over. That's all I need to talk about that one. We'll see you in the finals. Third straight could be the third straight finals, which has never happened before. Never happened the same two teams playing three straight times, which I'm kind of shocked about. I thought the Celtics and the Lakers never happened. Now, we got the football coming up. Now, I wish I would have made this bet. Two betters on the Green Bay, bet $300 initial investment on Green Bay. They're up to 28000 Green Bay beats Atlanta, they get 76000 Not bad for 300 That's... <coughs> That's a good payoff. And on a 35-yard pass that ended up uh, leading to the winning field goal by Mason Crosby, Rodgers was in the huddle. He just said, okay, X go deep, Cook, run, run it over, everybody else go left. Randall Cobb said, it's just about you believing in the man to your right and left and finding a way to get it all done. Couldn't have put it better myself. Now, the Falcons' regular season average over 33 a game, number one. Number four with the Packers over 27. Both teams have gone over their point total in all three playoff games. Over, under is 61, most ever in a playoff game. Could be a lot of fireworks. I mean, they had 65 last week. Could be even more. These two teams can score. And Jordy Nelson is a long shot to play versus Atlanta on Sunday. With, those, with that rib problem. Long shot, they're saying. Then you have the Steelers and Pats. Okay, they're combined 10-6 and six in Super Bowls. Winner of the game will be heading to the record ninth Super Bowl. They've played in 16 Super Bowls, these teams. 16. Since 2001, New England and, and Pittsburgh, including this year, they will be the AFC representative in the Super Bowl for the 10th time since 2001. Think about it. That's a, that's a long time. But this is only the third time they've met in the AFC Championship game. And the first time since 2004, which I talked about yesterday, since Big Ben's rookie year, New England won in Pittsburgh 41-27, ended up winning the Super Bowl over Philly that year, 24-21. And this is also the first championship game for Pittsburgh since 2010. Big Ben is 3-7 and seven versus New England. He's also 1-4 at New England. Only win was 2008 with Matt, when Matt Castle was quarterback. Brady was injured that year. New England has the number one scoring D in the NFL. They haven't given up more than 20 points. They Once in, in the last eight games, they've given up more than 20 points. Seven of, an, of the eight, that means below 20 points. That's some defense, folks. That's some, you know, we say in acting, when you're acting, you use some schmackton. Well, it doesn't translate with the defense. But you know what I'm talking about. Also, Brady's 5-1 and versus Tomlin, 4-0 and at home against Pittsburgh. In the four games at home, he has 15 touchdowns, no interceptions. And since Tomlin took over in the six games, 19 touchdowns, no interceptions, 70% completion percentage, and over 2,800 yards. Yeah, you think he, he's done well against them? And James Harrison, there was an Instagram post of him up. He was doing a leg workout. It looked like he was doing a calf raise, but he was doing like an explosive... Doing like a squat. It wasn't a squat. It was a squat thrust. Yeah, he was. He, he had. He had uh, he was. It was had a weighted weight weight around his waist, and then he was uh, squatting down and then exploding up with an explosive 
action up. Yeah, I don't, I don't I'm, I'm forgetting what terminology. 5 a.m. He was doing that. What's, yep, Tuesday, yesterday morning. Serious, serious man. That's a serious man. He's ready to play. And Mike Tomlin today talked about Antonio Brown doing the face Facebook Live thing where he was talking while he was shooting it, saying how many people were watching. I think they had over 40,000 views. He called it foolish and selfish, inconsiderate, and he regrets his own comments made during that. But I was listening to Chris Canty today. He said a lot of guys are going to have a problem with that. And Brown, he basically said during his press conference, Tomlin, that he does that one more time, he's gone. Hey, they got rid of... San Antonio Holmes was the MVP of the Super Bowl, catches the game-winning catch. He was gone. They don't put up with that crap. I found this kind of interesting. A-Rod is going to host a new CNBC reality show, executive produced by Michael Strahan, called Back in the Game, Helping Ex-Athletes in Financial Freefall. He's making $20 million this year, last year of a 10-year, $275 million deal with the Yankees. I guess they say, I've heard he's a, a financial guy. Very good with his money. He had some art he just sold for a profit. I think he sold his apartment, you know. They said he's, well... Everybody's getting a reality show. Why not A-Rod? Frank did not have a reaction to that, I guess. And the Jets, Brian Winters, 25-year-old Brian Winters, guard. Actually played this past year, right guard. Played 13 games before going on IR with a shoulder injury. Signed a four-year deal, about $8 million a year. Got him in a Jets draft from 2013, third round out of Kent State. 41 starts over the last four years. They're saying that Ryan Clady, the left tackle, will be gone by this next couple next couple months. This winter, they're basically saying. That'll save them at the Jets $10.5 million. Only guy of the starters that played every game this year was left guard James Carpenter. Then it's unclear what they're going to do with right tackle Giacomini and center Nick Mangold for next year. Have a lot of things up in the air for the Jets. A lot of things up in the air. I don't, you know. But it's good to get the young guys signed. You want the guys that have been playing the last couple of years. They still don't have a quarterback. And I don't know if it's going to be Tony Romo. Will they offer Romo? They're saying now Romo will be cut by the Cow- Cowboys. have a lot, have no s- cap flexibility. And they have a lot of young guys that are up in contracts. If they get rid of Tony Romo, they cut him. They'll save almost $19 million in cap space. If they spread it out, they'll get about $15 million cap space this year. He's gone. I don't know if he's going to go to Denver, but Jets, he might be a, could he be a Jet? He's not going to be a Cowboy next year, I'll tell you that much. And I, I found this also interesting about the Yankees, that they lost in attendance this past year 100, over 130,000 fans per baseball reference website. Now, 2014, they were third in attendance. This past year, they were sixth. The Mets in 2014 were 21st. Last year, ninth. Well, two teams are playing a little different right now, right? Now, over three years, the gap between the two teams went from 1.2 million to 300,000, and it's going to go even more because the Mets will be good this year, and the Yankees are going to suck. They're going to suck. No two ways around it. Knicks, after yesterday's loss, six games under 500. They've lost 11 of the 13, but only three games out of the number eight seed in the Eastern Conference for the playoffs. But what does that gain? What does that gain the team? Nothing. What does it matter if they're the number eight seed? They'll get knocked out the first one. I'd rather them. Season goes up, and that's the end of it. Carmelo supposedly speaking to Phil Jackson this this week. He wants to remain a Nick. Really? Also, there's no trade clause. Says loyalty hasn't wavered. He's proven it day in and day out. Yeah. 
He is. He's toxic. That's what he's proven. Toxic. And then Courtney Lee posted this dumb and dumber picks after, you know, it was after he got replaced in the starting lineup by Ron Burgundy. I mean, Baker, that's what Carmelo called him. Said it was his mood, not shots at anyone, nothing to do with rotation. Okay. That franchise, and then Brandon Jennings was talking up, and I heard Stephen A. Smith this morning screaming about Hornacek and Phil Jackson with 11 championships, you know. I mean, the franchise is a joke. I mean, they're a joke. Haven't won in over 50, yeah, 73, yeah, 73, 27. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm asked the wrong. For 40 years? 40, 40, 40 and change since they won a championship? Come on, guys. Something's got to change. Then you have the Nets. Hey, it could be the Nets. They're last in points per game allowed over one, basically 115. Point differential is a negative 9.6. They're last in point per game by, by 3.1 points and point differential by over three points, which is a huge gap. That's how bad they are this year. One in 15 the last 16. Last, lost 10 in a row. They got outscored by the Rockets uh, two, the other day by 18 from three, and the Raptors outscored them by 22 in the paint. Now, Jeremy Lin only played 12 of 40 games. He missed 17 early. He's missed another 11. I mean, he's 3-9 when he plays, 14.6 assists, but... And to top it all off, the Celtics own their number one, their first-round pick, which is going to be a very, very, very high pick. Now, Mike Dan- D'Antoni, who coached Lynn in New York, said some interesting stuff. I mean, it's simple, but it makes sense. He goes, if you can stay injury-free and be a good team, you have a chance. Only a chance. I agree. But if you're injured and you don't have a very good team, you have no chance. And the Nets have no chance. I mean, I don't think they thought, Show Marks, I don't think, and Kenny Atkinson didn't think it was going to be this bad. It is. It's pretty bad. And is this crying over spilt milk? Andy Reid, you know, didn't feel the holding penalty on Eric Fisher. And Harrison shouldn't have been called. I don't want to be fined any money, but I'd lean a different way. Okay. Also, he burned two timeouts in the second half because he couldn't get the plane on time. And it happens all the time. I'm always perplexed how you can't get the goddamn... Get the play in. Get it in and get moving on. And they also had a seven-minute drive in fourth when they're down eight. That was their only drive in the fourth quarter. And you can't blame it on the on the, on the the D because the Chiefs held Pittsburgh without a touchdown for only the second time this year. And Alex Smith, to me, is... He's a, you know, they say game managers are nasty things, but he is. He's a game manager. He doesn't take things and make things better. And... Jason Garrett for the Cowboys says he declined to name Dak Prescott his starter for 2017. Really? I mean, he's not your starter? Who is? Is it, is it Mark Sanchez? Tony Romo? Listen, I heard a whole thing today where he was saying that he took the spike because he wanted to save the timeout so they could throw the middle of the field. Well, it didn't matter anyway because they didn't do jack. But I, I think you got to play for the goddamn win. I hate when they do that. They're, they played to get the, tie it up. What if he would have missed the field goal? Go for the win. The way that Rodgers was playing, they might, not, they might not even get the ball in overtime. I thought this was interesting, too. Chip Kelly interviewed for the Jags offensive coordinator position. How about that? Chip Kelly saying, I want, the, I want to work. It's all about the work to me. And sorry, Caps fan, nine-game winning streak is over. He lost 8-7 in overtime to the Penguins. There were nine goals scored in the second period. Sidney Crosby also scored his NHL best 27th. Penguins were down 3-0. They scored six times less than 11 minutes in the second period. Caps had not allowed six goals all season in a game. Washington's 64 points. Tops in Metropolitan. Pittsburgh's third, 59, five points behind. But how about that? 
Nine second period goals. I would have liked to have been at that game. Would have been bing, 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 bing. If you picked over under, you won some money. Also, Roy Williams, the second fastest coach to 800 wins. UNC, number nine, beat Syracuse at home, 85-68. They improved to 17-3, and 5-1 in the conference. It's their fifth straight win. Syracuse having a rough year, 11-8, and 3-3 in the conference. Isaiah Hicks led UNC with 20. Adolph Rupp got to 800 wins in 972 games. Williams took an extra 40 games. He's now number eight all-time, six behind Eddie Sutton for number seven, 257 behind Coach K. And Coach K is still coaching. That's not going to happen. And Kansas, how about this? Won the 18th straight. They beat uh, Iowa State at Iowa State, 76-72. I like this. Frank Mason the third sounds like a singer. 16 points. Kansas 17 and one, six and six and zero in the Big 12. Iowa State 11 and six, three and three. How about that? And then uh, Tennessee women, congrats. They upset number six Notre Dame, 71-69 in Knoxville. I thought this was amazing. They avoided their first three-game losing streak since 1986. Long time. Tennessee improved to 11-6. ND fell to 16-3. Diamond to Shields, the former UNC. She went to UNC, man. She transferred to Tennessee. 20 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists. Marina Mabry had 17 to lead Notre Dame. Notre Dame. And it was also the We Back Pat game that raises awareness for Alzheimer's disease. They got a new wing at the hospital down in Knoxville in honor of Pat Summit, who died June 28th. Raised over $600,000. You know, she is missed. There's a great uh, documentary on her. If you get a chance to watch it, I watched it on ESPN. She was a hell of a coach, man. She, they offered her the, the men's team. She goes, I make more money coaching the women. She would have been good coaching anybody. Anybody. And I, 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 I read this too. Uh, thank you. Who, who is this? This is, who do I thank for this article? Andrew, Andrew Greif from the Oregonian. Three Oregon players were hospitalized. They remain hospitalized after a series of grueling off-season workouts from last week. They were strength and conditioning workouts. They're all in fair condition, but have been in the hospital since late last week, they said, per Mr. Uh, Greif. Workouts similar to a military basic training. They all had elevated creatine kinase. It's a symptom of rhabdo... Rhabdomyolysis. Rhabdomyolysis. Myolysis. Which is soft tissue broken down with leakage in the blood, bloodstream of muscle contents. So it's a broken down, soft tissue is broken down with leakage into the blood of muscle contents. Sounds painful. And this is, uh, uh, Greif actually reported that the rhabdomyolysis. Actually, he found three cases. Texas women's volleyball, eight players had this condition in 2016. 13 Iowa football players had this in 2011. And 24 high school football players had this in 2010. Oregon's first game is September 22nd for Southern Utah. How about that? You know, I'm wondering, were they in good enough shape or did they push them a little too hard? Hey, you know what? They're supposed to have... Now, these are supposed to be professional... You know, they have professional training staff that's taking care of these kids. Maybe the kids were trying to be tough and not say anything. Well, it came back and bit them in the ass, I'll tell you that much. Oof. Ouch. Also, 
yesterday, Royals signed starting pitcher Danny Duffy to a five-year, $65 million contract extension, led the team in ERA, Ks, and wins in 2016. 12-3, 3.5 on ERA. I like this from the NBA. Go Nike. Nike Nike says they have no plans to keep sleeve jerseys when they become league's main uniform supplier next season. Those things are ugly as sin, man. Ugly as sin. And Philly signed Blue Jays All-Star last year, outfielder Michael Saunders, to a one-year $9 million deal. One year, he had 24 home runs, 57 RBIs, 253 batting average. He did slump in the second half of the season. They, he also has an option for 2018 for $11 million that can reach $14 million and a $1 million buyout. Hey, he's projected to start in right field for the Phillies. And Jake Arrieta got a $15.64 million one-year deal. The Cy Young Award winner, 18-8. and 3.10 ERA, 40 wins last year's most in Major League Baseball, free age next year, 31 next season. He says he could be in line for $200 million. Yankees, yeah, they'll probably be looking at him. That hasn't gone well lately, but Tanaka also is going to opt out at the end of the year, and that could get ugly. And Jose Bautista, who said he wasn't going to uh, take a, wasn't going to give a home team discount, well, they said he is signing a one-year contract with the Blue Jays. Yes. Six-time All-Star. One-year deal with a mutual option. I don't have any figures on the money. But we a lot of these guys held out. And now it's... We shall see. Jose Batista. Hey, baseball's almost here, folks. We will see what happens. Nets host the Raptors tonight. That should be ugly and ugly. That should be ugly and... Yeah. They're not playing good ball right now, you know? Yeah, they host the Raptors tonight. Knicks play Celtics tomorrow night. Ooh, Rocket Seat. Yeah, Rocket. Hey, I always like watching. Um, I always like watching Harden. He can play. And Thunder got blown out by the Clippers in LA 120 to 98. And Westbrook wouldn't talk to reporters. He went next question after the game. He had 24 points, seven, five rebounds, four assists. No triple-double. Clippers started off really... I remember the Clippers started off like 11-1. What are the Clippers doing now? 29-14? Eh, playing all right. Seven games behind. Imagine that. Golden, you're seven games behind Golden State already. The Knicks are only 10 games out of first behind Toronto. Brooklyn is the worst team in basketball. Yep. By three games. Even Miami has 11 wins. Philadelphia's got 13 wins. Hey, better than last year. All right, we have the trivia question. Trivia question from yesterday. Thank you. 
Okay. Only true freshman quarterback to lead his team to a national championship. Jamel Holloway with Oklahoma in 1985. They went 11-1. They beat Penn State 25-10 in the Orange Bowl. He threw a 71-yard touchdown pass to tight end Keith Jackson. Boz had 13 solo tackles. Sooners picked off four passes. And I thought it was going to be two this time around. I, I definitely thought Alabama was going to win that game. But they did not. And trivia question for today. Most passing yards in a game by a New York Giants quarterback. Most passing yards in a game by a New York Giants quarterback. All right, folks. You have a great day. Muhammad Ali, may you rest in peace. His wife, Lonnie, if you get a chance, wrote a great piece in the New York Times. I highly recommend it. And also, if you get to the Port Authority, check out Michael Gaffney's photos from titled The Champ. It's awesome. All right. Have a good night. Peace out.